This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish.
really can't say I didn't warn you that the Schizophonics were my new favourite band, hence Steely-Eyed Lady from the People in the Sky album Getting Things Underway this week. And my POM6 now recognises both of their albums. All I did was remove the word the from the folder name and hey presto, that all was revealed. Uh, I gave the band a quick message over last weekend to find out if any UK dates would be forthcoming next year. Turns out that May has been pencilled in. As soon as I know, I'll let you know. Well, after I've got my ticket, that is. Uh, the London Day is bound to fall on Mrs A's birthday. And, of course, as predicted the day after last week's show aired, along with Christmas cards from people we hadn't sent any to, and obviously too late to return the goodwill gesture, the Super Suckers Arrowicious promo CD arrived. <laughs> There you have it, the full unedited version of Aussie with the crazy train riff tacked on to the end. Good evening, fellow Scurry. Uncle Armitage here for the next hour. 
To uh, divert your attention from the fact uh, you, like me, uh, probably have no cash until Tuesday, unless you're 12 and Granny and Grandad gave you money for Christmas. So how were your festivities? Mine? Uh, well, I worked all day Monday. Well, when I say all day, I meant after my hospital appointment in the morning to talk about my two centimetre kidney stone whilst having my prostate checked out. Yeah, that wasn't as enjoyable as I was hoping. And the less said about my up-and-coming flexible cisoscomy, yeah, the better. Uh, For some strange reason, this song seems very apt. That's why it helps at Venus she drips in fear of turning blind. Head to gray, some guys say, shows you're growing old. Do it again, I can't explain. The light just seems so cold. the pain Turning blind 
The demo version of Feel the Pain by the Damned from the Play at Your Sister 2005 three CD box set. Well, it was either that or it was going to be uh, Pleasure and the Pain from Strawberries. Right, so on to, uh, uh, it was half day Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas Day was pretty much food and alcohol and food. Not necessarily in that order. Boxing Day, it was uh, over to the Churchill Theatre for this year's pantomime. Oh, no, it wasn't, etc. Uh, then on to my niece and her husband's house in Putney to meet up with my nephew and his other half for uh, more food and alcohol. Today, sadly, I was back at work. On the plus side, I've got all of next week off. Yeah, you know, slides and seesaws. Subsequently, as my Facebook post today alluded to, apart from the schizophrenics and the super suckers, I haven't really cobbled together a playlist. My initial reaction was to uh, play my favourite top ten albums and gigs of, you know, 2019. Yeah, but I've never done lists. Uh, even though I should have done one for RPM Online that I occasionally contribute to. So tonight, Matthew, uh, I'm going to play what has grabbed me over the last 12 months, whether it's a uh, new release or an old classic that has bubbled its way up to the surface. Basically, yeah, it's a regular show. Uh, I know I've played some damned already, However, I'm going to play some more. Well, more show. Uh, in the shame and form of Black is the Night that appeared on the compilation album of the same name that came out in October. <laughs> Thank you. 
of course, The Damned are one of my three all-time favourite life-changing bands, not to be confused with the three artists' recording output that I couldn't live without. Admittedly, The Damned do feature on both lists. Uh, the other two I don't really play on here, which I find odd as the middle and second band in this scenario are The Helicopters. Yeah, I suppose I better guess. I uh, better change that. the title track from my favourite and most played Helicopters album by the grace of God, you know, just not on here uh, Copters main man, Nicky Anderson's other, other band, Lucifer are playing the Underworld in Camden on the 12th of May, you know, so that's the other date that's bound to clash with the Schizophronics UK appearance uh, my first uh, life changing band was the Beatles uh, who are no stranger to their ways which probably explains why I don't get a look in 
on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Giz, but he, oh, Janet Stark one day last week, asked on social media what Beatles album we were currently spinning. To be honest, uh, my answer was none. However, off the uh, back of the question, I stuck on Let It Be Naked. Uh, which basically is the original album, minus uh, Phil Spector's uh, production. Much more to the original uh, back-to-basics idea. Uh, during the calling of the uh, album, the band pretty much were done with each other, and the whole Beatles idea um, resulting in the recordings being shelved. Uh, the Fab Four uh, did, however, get themselves together to record the much more cohesive Abbey Road with uh, Phil Spector, brought into uh, the task of coming up with a marketable a product that eventually would become Let It Be, uh, which was finally released on the 8th of May 1970, a month after the Beatles had broken up. Every so often, someone, somewhere, will pose the question, what is your favourite Beatles album? Uh, I have two. Uh, please, please me. Uh, that was my first Beatles album that I bought. Um, that was on cassette. Uh, a few years later, when I went out and purchased it on vinyl, I discovered that the track listing was different. Apparently, uh, the rearranged running order was uh, because they needed to have two sides of equal length on the tape to avoid listeners stopping the tape at the end of side one, turning it over to start midway through the opening track on side two. Come on, people, that's what Fast Forward Button was for. And my other favourite uh, is Help, because uh, I love the film, and the title track is Pure Power Pop. Here is... The aforementioned title track, obviously, in mono. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Talking 
Speaking of Jana Stark, uh, their comeback album, Angel in the Flames, was a pleasant surprise. All 12-inch tracks were right up my and the Squirrels Street. On the live front, uh, it seems pretty quiet from them until the middle of February with a date in Kings Lynn and then Headley. Uh, the next London date is up at the Lounge, Archway on the 21st of March with the Randy Savages and the Nosebleeds. Um, I know I've played most of the album before. Uh, but I still haven't tired of it. So this is Last Exit to Change Your Mind. Used to hold hands, walk in the park, stay in the caravan next to the sea. Reality is far from what you're led to believe. Now we're all heroes of our tale But a villain to somebody else I hope we find each other I hope we find ourselves There's a captive audience now Found me face down in the street Am I dead? Am I falling asleep? Let's see My exit strategy It's Occasion, show the errors of my ways, inviting all my friends, sharing my mistakes. Looking down this list, the faces gradually fade away. I lost my mind, my friends, and then I lost my case. There's a captive audience now, they found me face down in the street. I'm a dead, I'm a fallen asleep. Tell you she's in the past. 
Angel in the Flames is available on Time and Matter Recordings, as is Alvin Gibbs' debut solo album, Your Disobedient Servant, that has just been released on Cleopatra Records in the States with completely different artwork. I do believe Time and Matter will be selling the US version as well as the domestic. Uh, check their website for details. As well as Alvin's bass playing, I love his Elvis dancing Vanian vocal style. This is dumb. <laughs> two bands record collections that i could not live without are firstly nor actually secondly as i've already mentioned the dabbed are the ramones now, come on let's face it all of us here own at least one ramones album and i would hazard a guess like me you have all of them in one shape or another uh, it's still very difficult to comprehend that all four of the original ramones are no longer with us admittedly after the band split up, there wasn't anything that came close to them. But we knew that you know, Johnny was out there collecting film posters and watching baseball games. Joey was still recording whilst keeping an eye on his stocks and shares. Tommy was producing. And Dee Dee was, well, it was just being Dee Dee. But now, gone are the first-hand experience of the early days. Uh, true, we have Monty Melnick's biography along with Mickey Lee's. And of course, Dee Dee and Johnny's autobiographies. Uh, but anything new you want to know? About them, oh, it's, it's going to be second hand now. I was feeling sick, losing my mind. Heard about the streamers by a friend of mine. He was always happy, smile on his face. He said he had a great time at the place. 
Mitt. Gimme, gimme, Shakti Mitt. Gimme, gimme, Shakti Mitt. I wanna, wanna, Shakti Mitt. the 40th anniversary box set of Leave Home. That, of course, was Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment, but the Sun Dragon Rough Mix version. The third and final band whose uh, output I couldn't live without is, of course, Motorhead. That'll be four years tomorrow. Uh, That's the 28th of December. Future streaming, downloading, and non-rock radio UK listeners that Lemmy died. I remember coming downstairs, sticking the TV on before going to work to see the last few seconds of Lemmy being talked about. Lemmy on breakfast TV... At ten past six in the morning. This is not a good sign, I thought to myself, with a presenter at the end of said segment saying, Motorhead's Lemmy, who passed away at the age of 70. I'm not afraid to say it. I sat down and cried. I mean, I didn't know the man personally, having only met him in passing on a handful of occasions. But Motorhead were you know, the perfect band for both punks and metalheads, playing either styles. And like the Ramones, the classic era Three Amigos lineup have all gone. As Lemmy used to say, we are Motorhead and we play rock and roll.
This year, we welcomed the return of the first Studio Wild Hearts album for 10 years, courtesy of Renaissance Men. Now, with Hand on Hot, I can't say that the album featured the classic lineup of Ginger, CJ, Danny, and Rich, as uh, all the Wild Hearts lineups have been classic for one reason or another. Uh, the Bam incarnation that released Mondo Akimbo Gogo and Don't Be Happy Just Worry EPs had us going, whoa, no wonder Ginger got kicked out of Choir Boys if this is the route he was going to take. Uh, the steady lineup for the band's debut album that is in everybody's book as a certified classic. Uh, the Rich Battersea Fuck that had Ginger firing CJ. Fishing for Luckies, obviously the authorised version that had both CJ and his replacement, Jeff Strindmild, playing on it. The Marmite that was uh, Endless Nameless. The Danny List, The Wild Hearts Must Be Destroyed, as he was in rehab during the recording. With Stiddy once again handling drum duties. Uh, the return of Rich and introduction of Scott Sorry, who took over from Danny's replacement, uh, John Paul, for the band's self-titled album. And quite possibly my favourite Wild Hearts album, Hoodspar. Could all, as I said, in my opinion, be classed as classic for a variety and different reasons. I don't think any fan of the band would on hearing any song from the band's back catalogue could be heard to say, oh bloody hell, I hate this song. It just wouldn't happen. Here is the Wild Hearts and Diagnosis from the Renaissance Men.
in a day, bands would uh, pretty much record an album a year, tour it, and then start the whole process over again. Sometimes, two albums would be squeezed out of a band within 12 months. Uh, Dan released their debut and follow-up music for pleasure within nine months. Black Sabbath and Paranoid were released within even a shorter period of time. It seemed like seven months. Uh, All this leads nicely to the fact that I still can't get my head around that. Michael Monroe's One Man Gang album that was released on the 18th of October of this year was recorded in March 2018. 2018! That's like a year and a half from when it was recorded to when it came out. Bands' whole careers have lasted less time than that. Yeah, well, all right, I might be a tad exaggerating, but there are a few bands that I wish had caught it a day after 18 months. Anyway, uh, I think we can all agree it was worth the wait. Uh, Something I mentioned just before the album came out was uh, how pleased I was that Planet Rock was playing Last Train to Tokyo at least once a day. However, I also commented that as soon as the album came out, the track would vanish from the station's playlist. Sadly, I was right. Now, I didn't expect them to keep up the same level of airtime as pre-release, but I thought, you know, at least I'd hear something from one of their albums uh, at least once a week. Now, this isn't exclusive to Munro. I remember Ginger saying the same thing about Renaissance Men. Once it out uh, comes out, it uh, becomes history. I don't get all this A, B and C playlists. Fortunately, here at Rock Radio UK and the Paranoid Squirrel Block Show, the remit is, if it's good, it gets played often and regularly.
I do believe the next time the Michael Monroe Band are over here in dear old Blighty will be for the Hard Rock Sleuths Festival in Sheffield over the August Bank Holiday Weekend. Hopefully, with a new album recorded that will hit the real and virtual record shops in 2021 and not 2022. Uh, A band that took their time releasing a new album was The Phobics. Eight years, in fact, from when Deptford Calling came out until this year's Burnt Rubber. That was only recorded a few months earlier. Rich Jones and Flame Pilots, please take note. Uh, I still need to complete my Phobics collection, the Terminal EP from 2000, that was recorded at RMS Studios, uh, which is just up the road from me, at the helm was one Andy Levine, who co-wrote The Dam's Rabid Over You from Burnt Rubber. This is Love. think I succeeded in putting this pudding right until the end. Almost there. <sighs> There's me thinking. I almost succeeded in pulling, pulling this week's show off with no preparation or very little. And then what happens? I cock a word up at the end. Until next year, take it easy. Oh, bloody beginners. Beginners. 